Welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. I'm your host, Dilika Mahani. To stay up to date with CAO, UCAS, exams and study tips, make sure you're following Leave Insert Guidance on Instagram. On today's show, I'm joined by Dr. Patrick Cosgrove from Mary Immaculate College. Patrick tells us about the two unique campuses that make up Mary I, education degrees at Mary I and non-education options as well. First, I'm joined by Tygo Donovan as we give tips and tricks about how to approach open days. So Tiger Donovan is back with me again this week uh, at Teach with Tiger. If, if nobody's following on uh, TikTok and Instagram, Tiger is massive on both social media platforms. And it's great to have you back, Tiger. Thanks for having me. I feel uh, very comfortable at this stage. I feel like I'm part of the furniture now. Episode five. Well, you season. are. Yeah, you're part of the furniture and, and we're getting some great advice from you and your knowledge. And we're getting great entertainment as well from you with the 54321 challenge, which is coming up later on. Uh, so obviously you did superb last week. You were 26.9 seconds. Yeah, uh, I, I can't promise the same results this time. You know, I've, <laughs> I've been practicing, but it's only been getting worse. So today, Tiger, we're going to be talking about open days. So uh, we're kind of coming into open day season for fifth and sixth years. Generally, the kind of autumn open days. It's a bit like the Guinness International Series in rugby. It happens around October, November. Um, so we'll have had uh, University of Galway just had theirs. UCC just had theirs. But then most other universities will have theirs around November. So uh, from your perspective as a former student and a teacher, what would your uh, advice be for students going to an open day? I uh, get as many freebies as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, like, on it, obviously, there will be a, a bit of that going on as well because everyone's out to impress and everyone knows if there's something going out of the stall, you know, that's always a great way to entice people in. But it, it's it's kind of that step one of enticing someone in so you can just go, actually, we have something really interesting for you here at the stall. So my recommendation for students, if you're going out for freebies, actually have a listen to what they're like trying to promote there as well, because you do pick up a lot of interesting information from them about what they do in the university. It's it's so it's one of those things you can see people go up, grab stuff and head off. And you're like, no, listen to what they actually have to say. There's so, so much information available on that day. Yeah. And I would have a good look around as well. Like I know a student who uh, got to go to two open days last year because some of them are only coming back. Um, and she was particular about this university. She was going to go to the study engineering and she went to the over day and she wasn't overly enamored by what they had uh, for facilities wise in this particular university. And the one that was going to be second on her CEO choice, she went to that open day and thought the facilities for engineering were absolutely amazing. And she actually swapped them around on her CEO order of preference. So everything you want to be checking out you want to be checking out the facilities you want to be checking out the clubs and societies talk to the lecturers talk to student ambassadors ask them what are so you'll have student ambassadors from each of the courses that you're interested in you know what are the assignments like is the course tough what are the hours like uh, have you done any work experience have you done study abroad i would say bring mom and dad if you can to the open day as well and give them a look i know um University of Galway had a talk specifically for parents in their open day last year. So there's lots going on uh, at the open day. And take your time and be prepped, I suppose, Tyke. Yeah, definitely. If you can have a list of questions that you want to know about, I suppose a big one that's probably on uh, a lot of people's lips at the moment is the the kind of the, the crisis in terms of student accommodation. Yeah. And it's always worth asking, you know, 
you know, how oversubscribed were on-campus facilities? Were you able to, you know, provide it for everyone, particularly for the first years? Because if you're going into first year, you want to know how well you're going to be looked after going in there. So that's something that, you know, I would recommend. Have your list of questions ready to go and and don't be afraid to ask them. Don't shy off because they're, don't forget, they're out to impress you just as much as you want to kind of impress them about wanting to go there. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Student accommodation is the number one topic uh, among students' lips uh, this year and last year as well. And even we had University of Galway on last week and, um, you know, obviously Galway was one of the cities that was really difficult for students to get accommodation, but they're building new accommodation as we speak and hope to have it ready in 2023. But yes, go to the student union, talk to someone in the accommodation office. I actually know a couple of students who didn't take places this year on their CEO offers, didn't take their CEO offers because of accommodation issues, which is unfortunate. And you don't want anybody not going to college for that reason. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's been so widely talked about in the news, in schools, everywhere. So it's obviously something hugely important to deal with. Um, but, you know, as as we were saying earlier, the open day is a great opportunity to ask about those things, but find out more as well about everything else that's available to you as a student there as well. Yeah, so University College, as you were saying, Tyke, they're showcasing what they have to offer. Uh, so uh, Tyke said, um, you know, they want you as much as you want to go there. You know, uh, universities go by numbers and they want you to put down uh, their course number one in your CEO. So go in and look at your course absolutely and see what it entails. Talk to the lecturers, see if it's for you. Um, and look, if you find out on the day, I actually don't think this is for me. That is as good as going in saying this place is brilliant and I love it. Um, if you feel like that the college, the campus, the course is not for you, uh, we'll go to other open days and see what is for you, see where you fit best. And I know that you've done a lot of work uh, with UL when it comes to stuff like this um, and, and working on the open days as well. Yeah, um, like for me, like UL, Mary I and LIT were kind of the three that were doing their open days together. So I went around and saw three because I was interested in courses in all three. It was a great opportunity. And and for me, it just stood out as the place that was more suited to what I wanted. And it had the facilities, it had the sports and clubs um, and and the societies that were there as well. And I was I just fell in love with it on the open day. But like you said, you can go to other places and when you go there, you'll either get a feeling, yeah, this is for me or this isn't. And like for me, LIT and Mary, I didn't kind of suit what I wanted. UL was. I'd imagine there was probably thousands of people on the same day said UL wasn't for them. Mary, I was or LIT. And that's kind of how it goes. And, and like you said, oftentimes finding out that you don't like a place is nearly better because you're going, well, it saves me having put that down, going there and then discovering it six months in that I actually don't like the course and I don't like the, the university or college. Was it anything in particular about UL that sold you? Obviously, their campus is magnificent, but anyone hasn't got a chance. And their sports facilities are kind of next to, you know, elite for everything, really. Yeah, I suppose that was kind of the selling point for me. I, I'm a big rugby head and I got involved in the boxing there as well. And for me, it was just an opportunity to kind of to, to put my personality out there and really enjoy just being a student and 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 living away from home and and kind of standing on my own two feet for the first time. So that probably was why Limerick just seemed like the right vibe for me. Yeah, and again, I wouldn't have an issue if a, if a student came to me and said, I want to go to UCD or UL or DCU because their sports facilities are really good. Anything that's going to make you settle into college well, that's going to make you perform well then in the lecture halls, in the classroom, in the exams, uh, I would say, yeah, go for it. If that's what's going to make you settle in. Um, I wouldn't put a student off 
by saying, oh, don't just come for the sports facilities mm. because settling into college is as big a part as anything else, isn't it? Oh, massive. I mean, if it wasn't for those clubs and me being able to join them from day one, I don't think I probably would have enjoyed my experience anywhere near as much. So, you know, it was a massive impact in my life. But likewise, there could be something else that could end up, you know, really uh, helping you and encouraging you to pick a place. You know, it might be um, you, you might have heard about the nightlife. You know, sometimes people go there for the nightlife as well and, and go to different universities for the nightlife. It might be other facilities that are in, in the campus as well or there might just be something about the place that creates that little spark for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's great advice. So just going back over that, I would say be prepared for your open day. Have a look at the talks that are going on. Have a look at the different events going on. Uh, make sure you're prepared going in. I want to go to this. I want to go to that. I might make it to this, but I'll do my best. And as Tyke said, grab plenty of free stuff as well. <laughs> it's always great to come back with all the gear. <laughs> so Tyke, are you ready for this week's challenge? Oh, I am. I'm nervous, though, because I don't know what it's going to be about. See, this is the thing, you know, you think me and Ty uh, go over this. Uh, you, you'd be surprised how little preparation we have going <laughs> into this little segment, uh, which makes it all the better. So let me get my stop clock up here. Uh, stop watch, stop clock. Um, OK, are you ready, Ty? Go on, hit me, hit me. Ready, set, go. Five types of crisps. Uh, salt and vinegar, cheese and onion, uh, barbecue, prawn cocktail, um, sour cream and onion. Four political parties in Ireland. Uh, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, uh, Labour, and Sinn Fein. Three Premier League soccer teams. Uh, Man U, Man City, and Liverpool. Two of your favorite TikTokers. Uh, Miss English teacher and Tommy TikTok. And one Marvel superhero. Uh, Iron Man. Excellent. Am I in? Am I out? Where am I? Where am you're I? You're in. You're under 30 seconds. 28.19. Well done, Ty. You have the run of it now, so you do. Three out of five so far is not bad. Three out of five. Now. Okay, yeah. Well, that, what's that? 60%. We'll take 60%. that. 60%. Yeah. I'm yeah. just about passing. <laughs> yeah, you're on the H4. <laughs> uh, that was excellent, Ty. 28.19. Like we said before, if you have a 5-4-3-2-1 challenge for Ty, uh, test his knowledge. Get them into us. You can DM us uh, in at Leave Insert Guidance. Tyg, until next week. Take it easy. Take it easy. I'll see you then. I'm joined by Dr. Patrick Cosgrove, Student Recruitment Officer at Mary Immaculate College. You're very welcome back on the Leave Insert Guidance podcast, Patrick. Thanks very much, Danica. Great to be back again. So if we need anybody to tell us about Mary I, Patrick is the man because he knows it inside out. Uh, Patrick's going to be chatting about courses at both Mary I campuses today. Can you tell us, Patrick, the difference between both campuses and what's on offer there? Yeah, so I suppose our, our main campus is probably in Limerick City, um, just off the South Circular Road. And we also have our other campus then in Tarlis in County Tipperary. So on our Limerick campus, we would have our primary teaching programs. We'd also have a Bachelor of Arts degree and our early childhood care degree and a relatively new degree in psychology as well. Whereas on our Limerick, whereas on our Tarlis campus, then we'd have our post-primary teaching programs. Um, students can qualify uh, as a primary teacher in subjects like business accounting, religion, Irish and maths in terms. Yeah, so it's, I suppose for students who don't know, it, it's not just teacher training courses on offer, particularly at the Limerick campus. Uh, as you mentioned yourself, Patrick, a new psychology course. That's, this is its first year this September, is this first year? 
Uh, yeah, so I was in the CEO last year. So um, that, that was the first year of it and uh, went very well. A lot of interest in it. Um, and I suppose it's, it's an interesting course, really. Um, I suppose maybe unlike some other psychology courses, there's a, there's a good mix of theory and kind of practice in it. So I suppose a key element of the program is uh, students go on uh, placement in a kind of a, a psychology based setting. So, you know, you maybe that's usually at the end of uh, second year and the start of third year where a student might go up, maybe work with a sports psychologist for a period or maybe in a health setting or in a, a charity or some area like that. So it kind of gives a kind of a practical real world experience as well as the theory that students would uh, be doing in their lectures. Yeah, so that was 487 points in CEO round one for 2022. And I suppose it's worth noting, Patrick, as we talk about these uh, degrees on offer, there is an entrance scholarship uh, for each degree of €2,000. Yeah, we have the Undergraduate Entrance Scholarship Scheme, and that's available on all of our programmes on our Limerick and our Tarlis campus. So um, there's a number of scholarships available for each programme. So if we just take the arts degree, for example, there's uh, 15 scholarships available. The 15 students uh, with the highest points who accept a place on the programme will all get offered a scholarship. So if you're lucky enough to do well in your leaving cert to get high points, and you accept a place on one of our programmes, uh, we'll come to you and offer you a €2,000 scholarship. So you don't need to fill up any forms or anything like that. Um, hopefully, if you can get high points, do well in your leaving cert, you might be in with a chance of getting a scholarship. Wow, that's brilliant. 15 in the arts programme. That's amazing. And like you said, you don't even have to do anything. You'll go to those guys. And speaking of your arts programme, it's probably your biggest uh, course uh, at Mary I. My nephew actually just started there this September and he's only nothing but praise for it. You're looking at 13 different subject disciplines on the course. That's a big enough course. You're talking about 250 places on it as well. Yeah, anything from 250 up to, up to 300 maybe in a normal year, anything around that much. Um, yeah, and I suppose it's a great course, really. Um, we're actually celebrating our um, 30th anniversary this year of the uh, Bachelor of Arts degree. So that's kind of an important milestone. Um, the programme itself, as you said, there's 13 subjects available on it. So you'd have some subjects students would be familiar with from secondary school, like Irish, English, maths, history, geography, maybe French and German as well. But there's other subjects that they won't have encountered before, like psychology, there's philosophy, there's media communication studies, uh, there's music, for example. So you have a great, um, I suppose, array of subjects that you can choose from. And usually the way it works is in first year, in the first couple of weeks, students, you'd pick four subjects. So you'd try different lectures and then you pick your four subjects that you're interested in. And then at the end of first year, you drop two and you take your two remaining subjects to the degree level. So a student at the end of the four years could have a degree in psychology and English and Irish and maths, uh, media communications and history, whatever combination it is that they're interested in. So you really have some great options there uh, for students. Yeah, you mentioned it's a four year arts degree. So third year is spent off campus. Yeah, so that's kind of the unique part of the arts degree. Um, you get that chance to go on off-campus placement in third year. So I suppose it's a unique opportunity to um, get work experience as well as you can travel abroad as well if you so wish. So many of our students have gone to destinations in Europe or America, Canada or even Australia. So that would be an option for some people. 
Um, you know, and if you didn't want to go abroad, you could stay at home here in Ireland, work in a local business, in a newspaper, a radio station. Um, if you're interested maybe in primary or secondary teaching, you could go into a school for a semester. You could try it out, see if it was something you wanted to pursue after your degree. So it does give you great scope. Um, so you can get kind of practical real world experience on your CV, or you can maybe try out a career that you're possibly thinking of after your degree. Like if you are thinking of secondary teaching, you could try it out for a semester and see if it was for you. And look, obviously, our, our placement office would help with the organisation of all that as well. Yeah, brilliant. The placement office as well is, is great to know it's there for students. And of course, we have early childhood care and education was looking at about 409 points in the CEO in 2022. And what struck me about this particular course was there's actually international uh, study options on the course as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great course. And, and as you said, you can go abroad in third year, usually in the second semester. So I suppose the early childhood care degree, it's really for people if you want to work with young children, I suppose, before primary school level. So if that's your area of interest, then it's definitely a programme you should be considering. Um, you can go abroad in third year, as you say. Um, a lot of our students, for example, we have strong links with countries like Spain or Norway, for example. Um, so you might go abroad there for a semester, um, get some, I suppose it's a great opportunity not only to travel and live abroad for a couple of months, but you can also you know, get an idea of what their early childhood uh, care uh, system is like in those countries as well. So it's just a great experience that many of our students would avail of. And then uh, at the Limerick campus, again, we're looking at education degrees, particularly primary education degrees. And there's a number of different ones, uh, which is great. So obviously we have the standard education degree uh, where students do their primary education four years, spend some time at the Gwailtucht. Uh, and even in the standard uh, ed- primary education degree, there is a study abroad opportunity for students in that degree too. Yeah, so on the regular uh, Bachelor of Education, that would be MI005, it would be the CEO code. Um, you students can go abroad in third year if they so wish. It's it's optional. So lots of our students would would avail of that. You know, they might go to America, for example. We'd have strong links with other third-level institutions there. Um, but there are other primary teaching options as well. We also have the Bachelor of Education International. So I suppose the main difference with that program is it's compulsory for students to go abroad for a semester. Um, so I suppose it's a great opportunity just to see what other what the education system is like in other countries, see different teaching methodologies, different uh, educational practices, and um, you know just get out of the country for a couple of months as well. So that's that's kind of the main difference there with the Bachelor of Education. Um, you also have the BN Education Psychology which is basically primary teaching combined with psychology. So that's a great one to do too. Students at the end of the four years, you would be qualified as a primary school teacher, which are qualification recognized by the Psychological Society of Ireland. But you also have a degree in psychology as well. So um, that's recognized by the Psychological Society of Ireland. So you've you've great options available to you, whether that's going straight on into the primary teaching, it might improve your prospects of getting a job, or you know, you could go on and do further study, branch into areas like clinical or sports psychology. Many students would come back later on to Mary Immaculate College maybe and do a three-year PhD that we have to become a, an educational psychologist. So that's kind of another option available maybe further down the line as well. So there's some great options in terms of primary teaching uh, in the college. Yeah, so you're looking at 601 points for education psychology. But like you said, Patrick, a very unique degree because it's a double honours degree and there's not too many places uh, that offer something like that. And when Education International, I know there's opportunities in Australia, 
America, you were saying, so lots of different opportunities to study abroad. Uh, but if I take you back to the primary education degree, MI005, uh, we had the tragic events uh, last year of Ashling Murphy, who was a past, uh, was a graduate of MI005. And there's actually a scholarship um, in memory of Ashling, a 4,000 euro scholarship. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I can indeed. I'm sure many people will remember the, the I suppose, the tragic events of uh, last year. But um, Ashley was a student with us and uh, did graduate from the Bachelor of Education. So I suppose to honour her memory, we have an undergraduate scholarship uh, available and it's jointly awarded by Mary Immaculate College and the Irish National, or the INTO, the Irish National Teachers Organisation. And it's up to €4,000. So that'll be a bursary and it's awarded to a first year Bachelor of Education student. And I suppose it's for um, their exceptional achievement um, in the field of traditional Irish music. That's kind of the area that we will be judged on. So applications are open for that. Uh, they'll be open on or will be open, I beg your pardon, on the 5th of November, and the closing date uh, is the 1st of September on the year of entry. So that would be 1st of September 2023. So uh, if you want to find out more, maybe check our website. If you want to go to the uh, scholarship pages there, you'll find more information about that. Yeah, it's a lovely tribute to Ashling by the college and the INTO, so well done on that. Um, if we move ourselves over to Thurlis then, we're kind of looking at post-primary courses. So there's lots of options. You're looking at business and accounting, business and RE, Gaeilge and RE, Gaeilge and business, maths and Gaeilge, maths and business. But you might have a bit of news for us, Patrick. There could be potentially a new course for 2023. Yeah, so I suppose there's some good news maybe on the horizon there. So like at the moment, we're just in the process of working through all this, but Hopefully, we are planning to introduce home economics and business on our MIC Tarlis campus in the not too distant future. So um, that would be similar to our other degrees, probably a four year degree as well, and you'd be qualified to teach home economics and business. So um, as I said, it's, it's just kind of been working through the process at the moment. So maybe we might have more information maybe later on, maybe in November, if you want to just keep an eye on our website uh, for more information about that. But with a bit of luck, we might be able to get it on the CEO maybe uh, next year. But um, fingers crossed, but just keep an eye on our website anyway for more updates on that. Yeah, and a great opportunity. Obviously, there's a significant um lack of places or lack of home economics teachers around the country. So it'd be great uh, if we could get that uh, into MIC Thurlis. And we mentioned a couple of scholarships, but there's a number of sports scholarships at Mary I as well. Yeah, we have uh, sort of very good scholarships in that area. So we have our uh, elite sports scholarships that are available. And we also have the CEO points um, sports concession scheme. So uh, for that concession scheme, it's um, students might be able to get into a program on our Limerick or Tardis campus, uh, campus on lower points. So it could be anything up to 40 points lower than what it would be on the CEO for everyone else. So I suppose that's a great one to, to keep in mind, maybe for some people. And if you are thinking of applying, I suppose, you want to be playing your sport at a high level and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be athletics, boxing, hockey, whatever it is. Or if it's GA, for example, you know, we probably want to be at county minor level 
representing your county anyway and um so like i think it's it's definitely worth keeping that in mind um you can see the uh, applications will probably open usually in the um in the in the new year and deadline is usually around may time uh, each year so if you just want to keep an eye on our website on our scholarship pages there for more updates and more details about applying for for those scholarships yeah, so lots of bursaries and scholarships at Mary Eye, which is brilliant. I suppose the thing on everybody's mind now uh, for 2023, Patrick, is the accommodation issue, the, the crisis that's right around the country. But there are some accommodation options at Mary Eye, Limerick and Thurless for students. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose accommodation has become a huge issue nationally at the moment, and I suppose every college is affected. Um, we do have a bit of a limited amount of accommodation uh, ourselves. Uh, so on our Limerick campus, it'll be Courtbrack, which is literally just uh, beside the college. We also have some on-campus accommodation in MIC Tarlis as well. So uh, usually with our accommodation, they'll probably start taking bookings uh, from our open day, which, be, which is, is coming up next week. That's uh, Thursday and Friday, the uh, 20th and 21st of October. Um, and usually a deposit to reserve a room is usually around 750 euros. So the, the, the advice I give everyone is to is to just get in touch with our accommodation office. You can find our details online. You or your parents, you might want to have a chat to them and just see what's available. Even if our own accommodation is uh, full up, they will be able to point you in the direction of other accommodation, whether in Limerick or Tarlis. So, you know, there's private companies that run accommodation in Limerick or they have a list of um, digs, for example, people who might be willing to take a student. So I think it's important that you, you make contact with them anyway and just keep keep in touch because they'll be able to guide you anyway, even if our own accommodation is, is booked out. Yeah, that's some great advice for students listening. And then, of course, Patrick, here's a big week for you this week. Uh, the open day on the Limerick campus is this week. Yeah, so we have our kind of annual open day and that's coming up on Thursday and Friday. So that's the 20th and the 21st of October. So we our open day is run in conjunction with the University of Limerick and uh, TUS as well. So all three campuses will be open on those days and there'll be feeder buses going between uh, all three campuses. So those buses are free. So you'll be able to get around to uh, to UL, to TUS and to Mary Immaculate College as well. So that's uh, an important thing to keep in mind. So open days are great, really. If you are thinking of doing any of our courses, then it's definitely worth kind of uh, trying to get to an open day. It just gives you um, gives you an idea of the campus and the college and what it's all about. So on the open days, there'll be uh, presentations on our various uh, programs. You'll get a chance to talk to current students and and uh, staff. You can also get a campus tour as well, get around, see what the college is like and the various buildings and just get a feel for a place really. And while it is, it's it's on our Limerick campus, there will be information about our Turles programs there as well. We'll have representatives from Turles will be there in the day and there'll also be a talk on our Turles programs as well. So, you know, do feel free to, to come along. Um, if you want to find out more about the open days, uh, and to register as well, which is important, you can just go to our website. It's www.mic.ie forward slash CEO. So there's loads of information there and there's even a virtual tour of the campus as well. So it might kind of um, be a good starting point before you come. You can just uh, look up and see what you need to know before you actually come to campus. Yeah, I love the idea of the feeder buses going between each campus. That's brilliant and a great opportunity for students as well. Dr. Patrick Cosgrove, as ever, you're a fountain of knowledge on Mary I. You do know it inside and out. Uh, thank you very much for coming on to Leaving Your Guidance podcast. Thanks very much, Janica.